The Ten Commandments. Did Jesus give us a new law? Jesus does not establish a new law that abolishes the old law. In fact, what he does is breathe new life into the Ten Commandments to give us a vision of what the new creation is becoming. We can be joyful that we can take part in the building and sustaining of this new creation. God has given us much and demands no interest or payment. The least we can do in return is acknowledge His law and the gift He has given us. Welcome to the Counting Room. Gospel of Matthew, Jesus was asked which commandment was the greatest. Here's the scriptural account of his answer. Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. We will often hear this passage quoted by those who wish to set God's law aside so that they can cozy up to the ideology of the world. The argument is that Jesus was giving a new law, and it means be nice. Doesn't it seem strange that the answer wasn't countered because these two laws aren't in the Ten Commandments? Well, they are. In fact, they are the whole of the Ten Commandments. If I were to sum up Jesus' answer about which is the greatest commandment, I would say, all of them. His answer is a reference to the entirety of the Ten Commandments. When Jesus gave his answer, he was pointing to the fact that there is symmetry to the Ten Commandments. One through five have to do with our vertical relationship with God, and six through ten have to do with our horizontal relationship with man. Some might divide this up differently, but I believe that one through five are about God. The fifth commandment points out that your parents were given to you by God, and it attaches sanctions to the commandment. When Jesus gave his summary of the commandments, the law certainly didn't become lesser. Their greater meaning was revealed. Not only must we have no other gods, not make graven images, not take the name of the Lord in vain, remember the Sabbath day, and honor our parents, but we must love God with all we have. Not only must we not kill, not commit adultery, not steal, not lie, not covet, but we must love our neighbors as ourselves. When we put it this way, is this commandment easier or harder? It's very easy for me to go to church and say, I'm a Christian. It's hard for me to love God with all my faculties. It's easy for me to not kill my neighbor, but I have to admit that it's not easy for me to love all these people. Not like I love myself. It's hard to love friends and family like you love yourself. It's hard to put others first. How much harder is it to love your neighbor, who, according to Jesus, is every man? This is the basic application of the story of the Good Samaritan. The broader, deeper meaning will have to be something I unpack at another time. This greater application of the Ten Commandments is nothing new. This is the way the Ten Commandments were always meant to be. 
God's people were not applying the law correctly. This gives Jesus' answer and the story of the Good Samaritan a much sharper edge. There was one time when Jesus did say he was giving a new commandment. This is found in John 13, verse 34. The context is Passover. After Jesus had washed the disciples' feet and Judas had left to betray Jesus, Jesus knew the suffering and the death he would face. John 13, verse 34. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. This is different than love your neighbor as yourself. Now we must love one another as Jesus loves us. So if you truly want to obey this law, be prepared with your cross. You must be willing to lay down your life for one another. Under this new command, not only do you not kill your neighbor, not only do you love your neighbor as yourself, but you must also love your neighbor like Christ loves you. How does he love you? By dying for you, so that you may live. Therefore, we must be willing to die so that others may live. We must be willing to suffer and die so that others may receive new life from Scripture, Old and New Testament. Jesus was crucified because of the words that he said, and the words that he said affirmed the Ten Commandments and Scripture. For those who, after hearing all of this, still wish to argue that the Ten Commandments don't apply, I have a question. Which commandment do you seek to do away with? It is the moral law. I cannot find one that is immoral. Which one should we put an end to? When did Jesus put an end to these laws? Do we now have a license to freely kill, steal, fornicate? Is it because we are now forgiven and washed by Jesus' blood? I would argue that when Jesus cleanses us, he tells us, Go and sin no more. That seems like something he would say. I would say that the law of God still stands, and our sin nature still gets in the way. This makes Jesus' great mercy all the more powerful. His mercy and his ability to sanctify us so that we can keep his law better and better each day are amazing indeed. And we should fall to our knees with praise on our lips for his great name. I'm Joel Edgar. Thanks for joining God bless.